0: Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
1: It is time for Freestyle Friday. For those that don't know me, my name is Steph and I'm a psychologist here to break it down. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate and validate. Enjoy the show. Freestyle Friday is where I just freestyle on a podcast episode about whatever comes to mind. Because often my information that I just kind of throw off the bat usually is the best and people really, really enjoy it. So let's talk a little bit about some hate on the internet that I got this week. Now, I am very blessed and grateful. I don't receive a lot of negative comments, especially from my Instagram fam. I love you guys. And I feel you know me really well. And for that reason, I don't get hate at all on Insta and I'm so grateful for it. And Don't get me wrong. There are so many big creators that cop a lot of trolls, a lot of hate, and I honestly wonder how they're going with their mental health because I can't imagine what that would be like. And that's why I'm grateful. I don't get that much, but it's more on TikTok. And don't get me wrong. I have a beautiful community on TikTok. Everyone is so supportive and nice, especially the people who've been with it for a while and they get me, they get my vibe, they get my attitude, they understand where I'm coming from. But when you do post on TikTok, you are casting a wide net. And sometimes you can get on the quote unquote dark side of TikTok, or if a video goes particularly viral, it can go viral for the wrong reasons. And I caught up with my friend last night who was also quite big on TikTok. And she was saying last year, one of her videos went on the wrong side of TikTok and she got a lot of hate and a lot of horrible messages. So I guess I just want to talk about how do you deal with hate or criticism or negative comments? And I'm going to share a little bit about how I deal with it, not even just on social media, but just in the real world because trolls are everywhere. They're not just online. They can be in your life. They can be in your family. They can be in your relationship. So how do you deal with it? All right. Let me give a bit of context. So I did two videos This week, that got a little bit fiery. So, one of the videos was a stitch, and the stitch means that you take a part of someone else's video and then you kind of stitch your thoughts, attitudes, whatever it might be, to the end of that video. Now, this young person did a video that went quite viral, and she was talking about how studying psychology in Australia is a scam. And essentially, she was critiquing the system. I'm not saying the system is right or perfect. It is challenging. So basically what she meant was when you're studying psychology or any degree for that matter, nursing, whatever it could be, you have to do placements. You have to get all these hours and not all placements are paid. Believe me, I've been there and it does make it really hard to earn money, make a living, pay your wage, pay your rent, all that kind of stuff. I agree with it because I have done it and I understand, obviously, if you're from a lower socioeconomic background, it would be more difficult, but everyone has their own struggles, right? So I stitched this video and I gave some helpful suggestions of how students can make their placements a little bit easier. So for example, if clients aren't showing up to sessions, a lot of students forget that they can use simulated client hours, which is doing role plays and up to 90 hours, which is a lot. And then I gave some other suggestions. And one of the suggestions was change your mindset about it. So see it as what I like to call a season of sacrifice. And people I speak to about this concept absolutely love it. I believe life goes in seasons. You've got seasons of celebration, seasons of sacrifice, seasons of learning and seasons of earning. But the problem is everyone just is stuck in a season for too long. Like maybe you're Trying to earn when really you should be learning to increase your value to earn essentially. And a lot of people didn't like that. And they said, Oh, you know, season of sacrifice girl, just say your parents paid for your education. And you know, this is so invalidating and it's the gaslighting for me. And Look, I get why people might see it like that because essentially I'm challenging people who are blaming the system to not achieve their goals and dreams. And I could have done that too. I could have said, yeah, the system is messed up. The fact I've had to study for 10 years and be a hundred thousand dollars of hex debt, that's so messed up and just not have been a psychologist. But I did it. I chose to accept the system jump through the hoops and become who I am today. And I'm not going to apologize for that. And I'm not going to say that this is invalidating or gaslighting because I'm not denying the reality. Gaslighting is when you deny someone's reality and you make them think they are going crazy. I'm not denying the reality. I'm actually validating what this person was saying was very true. And accurate. I just gave some suggestions on how to manage it, but not everyone wants that. People want to be stuck and they want to blame the system and say how awful it is. And I get it. It is messed up, but what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What I did about it was I became a board approved supervisor. I set up placements across Australia to help students navigate this. I supervise students who are in these messed up placements where they're not getting hours or they have shitty supervision or they're stuck doing their internship for 10 years. That's what I did about it. So I want to know all those people in the comments who are blaming the system, what are you doing about it? And I guess that's what gets me a bit riled up with these comments is when people assume and don't ask, and this is a strategy you can take in your personal life. Are you accusing people? Are you assuming of people without actually asking them what is going on? And don't get me wrong. So many people love the video. I received so many positive comments saying, how did you do it? Can you give us some tips? I'm more than happy to. And yes, I am a psychologist. I am empathetic. I am actively listening, but there is a part of me that is also like, we got to get to work. Yeah. Because sitting, complaining, empathizing doesn't get you any better. And that's the reality of therapy. You can have a therapist who's just going to sit there and nod and listen to you cry of recession. And yes, that's important and valid, but at some point we have to do the work professionally, personally, in every aspect. Okay. So a little bit of my background, if you are interested, I've been a psychologist for over eight years. I've done four degrees. Bitch, anyone who knows the system, maybe cut that word out. Anyone who knows the system knows it's challenging and hard. And you know what? Those four degrees did not come easy to me. I didn't get into honors. I didn't get into masters. And you know what? I never even told anyone about that because I didn't think it was a big deal until people started saying that my life was so easy and I was privileged. And look, I am privileged. I do have the support of my family. I have amazing friends. So I'm not going to deny that. Do you know what? Even if my parents money got me through college or whatever, that's no reason to hate on someone. Okay. In fact, if you've read my book, you would know I actually opened a business the year I started honors and that was the year I died. I died. It was the hardest time in my life. Don't recommend opening a business, but I bought into a business. I was actually in debt. So before people assume or attack, please just ask, just ask me. So yes, my background is I've been a psychologist and then I became a board approved supervisor because I wanted to supervise psychology students. So they had good experiences. I heard horrendous stories. I had colleagues, fellow peers who went through awful placements that didn't meet the competencies. And I'm like, this is messed up. i got to do something about it. So I actually got a job with one of the biggest psychological providers in Australia and I gave myself a role. I became the clinical manager of that company. I was working as a psychologist and I'm like, this is enough. i have got to make a difference. I've got to help the students. I've got to help the future of psychology. So I became the clinical manager of Australia. And through that, I developed a provisional psychologist program and I set up placements with universities, with different um, institutes. I set up work. I set up amazing PD opportunities. I used to run workshops because I wanted the psychologists of the future to be confident and to be well-equipped and to feel supported and safe and have the best time of their life. And I know there's many, many students who advocate for this, who I have supported and supervised. And if you're listening to this, thank you so much for your trust in me. So yes, I know the system's messed up, but then again, I ask you, if you're complaining about the system, what are you doing about it? Anyways, they probably won't listen to this, but at least I got it off my chest. So thanks for listening if you are. And then what happened was I did that for a while, set up that system. I was clinically managing, but I was behind the computer a lot of the time and just wasn't me. I really wanted to be with people. I really wanted to be out and about. I still supervise, but at a much smaller scale and capacity. Now, how did I deal with this hate? hate, criticism? and comments will affect you differently on different days right i call these high vulnerable days so the days you're tired the days maybe you just are not feeling good your mental health is not the best it's going to affect you and you're going to want to jump in and be very defensive and i could see that part of myself i could see that part of myself that's like oh, i've worked hard you don't know me i wanted to jump in and just say that but it does it comes across as you don't care you're unempathetic you know you're gaslighting. So I just left it. And what I love is I have a beautiful tribe that will jump in and offer support or um, comment on criticism because they know me. So what I encourage you to do is just assess your vulnerability on that day. Yeah. I was speaking about this with my friend last night. She's like, if that's time of the month and I'm sensitive, I'm not going to go into my comments. Same with you. If you're feeling sensitive, if you're tired if your vulnerabilities are high, do not see your gaslighting mother. Do not see your narcissistic auntie, whatever it may be. Choose to stay away from situations when you're not having a good day that may trigger you. So for me, I think it was Tuesday night. I was really tired and I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to go on social media tonight. I had the best sleep And it was awesome because I could feel myself being easily triggered and I've got a support group. So I'm doing a TikTok course at the moment and I've got this support group. And instead of posting and getting aggravated, I posted in the support group. Oh, the other thing that happened was I did a really good post that did really well on TikTok about ADHD and eating disorders. And a lot of the time I'll just go Google images and grab an image and you have to crop it when you're using it as a green screen. So I cropped the title and I cropped the bottom and I cropped the person's name out who made the image. Long story short, I found out who it was. I credited them in the comments and the caption, and I apologized and said, "I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do any harm. I honestly grabbed the image from Google. I crop it to fit the pixels, and that's it." This person went on and on about how I exploited them and that how I'm profiting off their lived experience. And this was after I'd said I love your picture. It's a great image. Here's where to find it. This is the person's page. And it didn't stop. They got their friends to come in and be like, this is plagiarism. I'm reporting you to the board. And that's one thing that gets me. When people threaten to report you, what are you reporting me on? The fact I'm making psychology videos to help people for free that essentially I'm not making money on. How do you make money on that post? In fact, I direct people to a free guide. Um, I don't do this for the money. Believe me, I don't. I do it because I enjoy it. But the point of the story is they didn't let this go and it kept going on. And I was would have been happy to work with this person. I would have been happy to use their content. I would have been happy to give them that credibility and that exposure. But it was the fact they just, I'm livid. How could you do this? I'm so sick of... um creators, exploiting other people. And they literally painted me as this big, unethical, plagiarizing criminal. It was awful. And I felt really upset because of the assumptions people were making when in fact, I did all the right things and I didn't even have to, I didn't have to apologize. I didn't have to credit. I didn't have to do this. Obviously, if you use someone's picture, you should credit. So credit to them. That's what I did wrong. But it just really shocked me. And I said, I'm happy to jump on a call. Like, let's talk about it. Let's collaborate, use this. And even people jumped in and they're like, hey, like this is an opportunity to potentially collaborate with Steph. Like, why don't you speak about it? Another person jumped in and were like, hey, this is not a thesis, it's a picture from Google. But it just, one thing that really gets me is people who advocate for mental health who come at you and get people to come at you and bully you. And it's not the first time. And I understand bullying is a really powerful, strong word, and we should use it cautiously, but bullying is the repeated action, right? And when something is repeated, it is considered bullying. And another time on social media, it was on Instagram. Oh, this, I got massively attacked. I think I was talking about skincare and I got some statistic wrong about suicidal ideation and acne. That's right. In young people, having acne is a massive uh, vulnerability factor for young people essentially having increased suicidal ideation. But the way I worded it was wrong. Long story short, deleted the post, apologized. Da, da, da. I'm all about doing the right thing. I don't want to harm anyone. I don't want to hurt anyone. I'm not malicious. Just a girl trying to help the world. Okay. And what was I talking about? That's right. It's the fact that people assume that you're this big bad creator that's exploiting people. And when I say people, it was one person, right? When that's right. It's when people who advocate for mental health are the ones who bully you. That is what I don't understand. And that's what I felt like writing. I felt like saying, Hey, as someone with lived experience of mental health, I find it really interesting that you think it's okay to bully me after I've done exactly what you asked. I've credited you. I've apologized. And then you've gotten your friends to come in and bully me and threaten to report me, etc. Please explain. That's what I don't understand. People who advocate for mental health and mental health, this mental health, that, but they're the bullies. That's what I don't get. And that's what really bothers me. But anyways, I've made this a little bit about me and thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. This has been very cathartic to get out. I'm not sure if I'll air this, but we'll see. The point of the story is there's always going to be people who are either mentally unwell or who may be meeting a need by being mean to you. They may be meeting a need by jumping in your comments. They may be meeting a need by commenting on your weight. They may be meeting a need by negatively saying something about you, right? every behavior serves a function and you don't have to understand it to not let it get to you. And it's okay if it does get to you because sometimes it gets to me. So I remind myself this one, I'm grateful that negativity when it does come and it doesn't often come that it comes to me and not someone more vulnerable who may do something or take their life. Okay. Because that has happened to people. The second thing is, Hey, it's a discussion and it's engagement at the end of the day on social media. I love that people will step in and support me and I'm happy for people to have their opinion. But if it goes on too much, I will delete the comments because it's just not good for my mental health. Engagement's not worth, worth your mental health. Remember that. And the third thing is I try to see it from an empathetic point of view. I try to put myself in that person's shoes and really feel or see what they may be going through. And obviously they're not going through a good time if they feel the need to be mean or to project or to not look past something. They obviously haven't done the work. And this is something you need to remember. Just because you are doing the work, it doesn't mean that those around you are doing the work. And that can be hard to come to terms with. So, if you enjoyed this freestyle Friday, let me know. Tag me on Instagram, take a screenshot And I'll be sure to do more of these episodes. But remember, most importantly, look after yourself and what you think about yourself matters than what other people think about you. Have a great day and take care. Bye.